Migraine Canada presents Migraine Expresso. This content was taken from Migraine Talks, episode number one. This episode does not replace the advice of your doctor. Always consult with your doctor before changing anything to your treatment. Hey friends, this is Dr. LaRue, neurologist and host of this series. There are six classes of medications that can be used for migraine. Acetaminophen, caffeine, anti-inflammatories, tryptans, anti-nausea drugs, and opioids. I'll say a few words about each of these families or classes. And let's just start by reminding that for every medication, there is a generic name, that is the name of the molecule itself, and a brand name that can be used for marketing. As we have more and more generic drugs these days, you might actually see a lot more of the generic names instead of brand names. So Tylenol, Tylenol, acetaminophen, easy peasy, everybody can take it, it's over the counter. Sadly, Tylenol is very rarely enough to break a migraine attack and it, it's not powerful enough. It may work for some mild attacks, but usually it's not that helpful. Caffeine is actually well proven as a migraine treatment and it can work. But the problem is a lot of us are drinking caffeine on a daily basis and sometimes in large amounts. And I, I do encourage you to have a look at our, our page in the migraine tree about caffeine and to have uh, maybe to have a little look at how uh, many milligrams of caffeine there are in a Starbucks cup, for example. So if your brain is already very used to caffeine, that's a risk factor to get more migraines. And that's why caffeine is a blessing and a curse. But if you are not using it on a very regular basis, it can definitely be used as an adjunct. So kind of a, a part of your treatment of your migraine combo. NSAIDs, anti-inflammatories, are one of the go-to classes and a lot of them are actually over-counter. So let's name a few. There's aspirin, naproxen, which is in Aleve or Anaprox, diclofenac, uh, which is Voltaren or Cambia, endomethacin. So there are many types of anti-inflammatories. And how they work is they stop the inflammation process, which is part of the migraine attack. The thing is that uh, anti-inflammatories also have side effects. You know, they can cause stomach pain, they can raise blood pressure, and they do not always work. Sometimes they're not sufficient to treat uh, stronger migraine attacks, but they are definitely part of our treatment approach. Now I want to say a few words about triptans. Triptans are quite interesting. So they actually act on serotonin. They are not pain medications. So if you take a triptan for knee pain or back pain, it's not going to do anything. So triptans arrived on the market at the end of the 80s and the 90s even. During that time, I was in high school listening to Pink Floyd and Alanis Morissette. Um, but I heard from my colleagues with more experience uh, what they saw when sumatriptan, the grandpa of all triptans, arrived. It was the first time, the first time that some people with severe migraine attacks could be treated with this injection because the first um, the first sumatriptan uh, that came to market was an injectable form, which still exists to this day. And so people who are used to suffer for for days and, and hours and days at a time, suddenly they could inject themselves and get much better. 
When I did my fellowship in Paris, I used to work in an emergency center for headache. So I saw a lot of people in full-blown migraine attacks. And I could witness this myself, injecting these people uh, with sumatriptan. And some of them, not all of them, did get better, surprisingly. So triptans really changed our way of perceiving migraine. Because in the 70s and 80s, migraine was still very much seen as a psychologic disorder or a psychosomatic disorder. And the attack was seen as kind of an emotional release. But because triptans were so powerful and could help, suddenly people started seeing migraine more as a neurological disease. So it changed the way we, the society was seeing migraine and probably for the better. So triptans are all with prescription. You cannot buy them over the counter. And there are seven cousins in this family, or like the seven little dwarves in Snow White, for example. All of them are tablets, but there are also injectables and nasal sprays. They have medical contraindications. Not everyone can use them. They might also have side effects. And so definitely discuss this with your healthcare providers. But they are the cornerstone of acute migraine treatment. Just a few words on opioids. So opioids are uh, what we use to call narcotics. They include morphine, uh, hydromorphone or dilaudid, peridine or demerol, codeine, of course, and all the family of the uh, combined analgesics like T2s, T3s, MTech, that kind of thing. And as a rule, I'll make this really, really easy. As a rule, they should never be used to treat migraine as a first line option. And they should probably never be prescribed by a general practitioner. They should be discussed with a headache specialist or at least a neurologist. And why? Because they have links with addiction, uh, worsening of migraines, and side effects. This is just a little rule of thumb, and we'll say a bit more about opioids in the Advanced Option podcast. You're listening to a Migraine Expresso episode. This content was taken from Migraine Talks, episode number one. This episode does not replace the advice of your doctor. Always consult with your doctor before changing anything to your treatment. If you enjoy the show, simply go to MigraineCanada.org to enjoy the full series absolutely for free and without any subscription. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram.